0: Welcome
1: back to another program of Woman at the Well Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the Scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ.
2: Hello and welcome to this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries as we do a conversation as we walk with Jesus. I am Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries alongside Erica Close.
1: Hello, everybody. And we are here
2: continuing our conversation about grace. And today we want to talk about common grace. Erica, can you read our verse that we're going to be pivoting off of, please?
1: Sure. So the verse that is going to be central to our conversation today, our conversation about common grace, comes out of Matthew chapter 5, and it's Matthew five forty-five, And it says, That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust.
2: And so we're, we're terming, terming that common grace that's grace that everyone gets and so we see in this verse that it talks about that it rains on the just and it rains on the unjust the sun rises on the just the sun rises on the unjust and so what we also see in acts chapter 10 verse 54 can you read that for us erica sure acts 10
1: 34 34 yeah So we read, then Peter opened his mouth and said, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons.
2: And so grace abounds. And it also says in the scriptures, where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. And so when we're talking about today, this common grace, sometimes we have this mentality that, well, I do more for the Lord, so I should be in his favor, so I should have more grace and more blessings. When we really need to look at it from the truth, which is that none of us deserve any of his grace or any of his blessings. And so I'm always reminded when people talk about, well, you know, these people don't even believe in Jesus and their life is just all rose-collared. Well, first of all, that's probably incorrect. What we see and what is actually happening are often two very different things. But when we begin to think about the parable where the owner, he hires the person in the morning and he agrees with him that I'll give you, you know, one talent or whatever it is, and then he hires somebody in the afternoon and he says the same thing, and then he hires somebody who works a, an hour or so and he says the same thing. And so when they all get paid, they all get paid their one talent and the people who went to work early in the morning are all hacked off because the people who went to work late in the afternoon were paid the same thing, but all of them got exactly what they had agreed upon. And so it shows how, even when we've agreed upon something, greed kind of creeps in. And so even as Christians, we can sometimes almost think, well, that, that unbeliever doesn't deserve that grace. Forgetting the amazing amount of grace that was bestowed upon us when we were unbelievers.
1: Yes, I think you know it's really, it's really easy when we, when we understand that we are a child of God. You know, when we understand that you know we have accepted um, His salvation, and that changes it changes our position in life. Right. We go from being, you know, a sinner who's, um, you know, unsaved and not headed towards eternity with the Lord to, you know, his child. And positionally, that's amazing. Right. We're now his child, you know, we're we're joint heirs with Jesus, the Bible says. And I think that sometimes when we focus just on that, on that aspect It's easy to fall into this idea that therefore we deserve so much more or therefore we deserve difficult things to not happen in our life, right? Sometimes I think the devil can take something that is just so good and so true and get it twisted in our hearts and minds and get us to that place that you just described where we think that, you know, we deserve something differently, when the reality is we, none of us deserve any of the amazing things that we have. And we are just blessed with his amazing grace that allows us to, to have what we do have. Most importantly, to just have that relationship with him, regardless of what happens to us in the rest, of our, uh, the rest of our daily lives.
2: I think it really makes me think when you're talking about that, about the fact that if we didn't have common grace, if there wasn't grace that God bestows upon every one of us, none of us would be saved mm-hmm. because none of us would be in a position where we were serving the Lord even minutely if it wasn't
1: for the fact that we were saved. Because if you were suddenly told that you were a child of God and you you got it all, you would take it and run, right? If it wasn't something that was there for everyone, you wouldn't want to share. Common grace is, is part, is understanding that the grace that he gives all of us is for all of us. Right. And also, as
2: I was alluding to, if we don't, if he didn't have common grace and it only went to the people who were saved, no one would have ever gotten saved because there would never been any way to get the grace. So true. But the Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, that for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast. And that grace is bestowed upon every individual equally. And every individual gets the opportunity to receive or reject the Lord. Now I will give you that some of us raised in homes where Jesus was celebrated and high and lifted up and spoken about and adored had an opportunity to see him more clearly, perhaps earlier especially, but God allows everyone the opportunity to see him in some capacity at some point in order to say, yes, I want to receive you as my Savior, come live in my heart and be king of my life, or no, I don't want you. And it's the common grace that affords each of us the opportunity.
1: I really like the verses that surrounded that, that surround the verse that this um, that this conversation focuses on. Remember, we focused on Matthew chapter five and verse forty-five. But verse forty-four says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And then the verses after that talk about how you know how what's what's the good in loving the people that are easy to love right What's the good in loving the people that are that are your friends you know the Lord calls us to um, to love our enemies as well but the last verse in that chapter verse 48 says be therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect and I think that's talking back to, this love that the Lord asks us to have. Love your enemies, bless those that curse you, do good to them that hate you. That perfect love is the love he has for us, right? When we were his enemy, right? When we may have been cursing him, when we may have, you know, hated him or just not thought correctly of him, he loved us. So in this passage that, that describes that common grace that comes to all of us, He's telling us how to love others and reminding us how he loved us before we knew him, when we were the ones that hated him, when we were like enemies with him.
2: And the reality of it is, I think, is this concept of common grace and how he has given that to each of us really reminds us how we need to bestow grace upon everyone. And it needs to be common, And I think that is a term that could both mean we need to do it so often that it's a common event in our life that we are bestowing grace. I believe God asks us to do that as well. But I also think it means that we are not selective to whom we show grace. We read about that in James when he talks about, you know, don't be uh, good to the person with good apparel and, you know, mean and rude to the person who doesn't have it. But I think that we, as Christians, should probably take an inventory of our lives on a very regular basis in regards to how we distribute grace. Because grace is unmerited favor. If I'm nice and good to you, you deserve that. You're my friend. You hang out with me. You put up with a lot. So that's not unmerited favor. So that's not really grace. That might be a demonstration of love. It's a demonstration of friendship, but it's not grace. Grace is when we give favor to someone whom we don't think deserves it. And so with that thought, I would ask you, when's the last time you distributed grace to those people around you?
1: I think it's worth noting it's definitely something I think that it's important that we sit down and think about. I like that you said that we need to, to take inventory. And I think it's something that none of us probably wants to take inventory of. But I think it's something that's really important. And it's important because it teaches us, you know, are we distributing grace as Christ would have us distribute grace and I think it also reminds us of the grace that was distributed to us. Amen. And with that, I am
2: so glad that you have chosen to spend this time with us as we take a conversation through the scriptures and continue to look at grace. And today was common grace. And I hope it has caused your heart and mind to just wonder just a little bit more about the scriptures and hopefully have your wanting to Dive deeper into them and find out more about this amazing common grace that God gives to each and every one of us. It is our prayer that you know him today. It is our prayer that you know that he loves you. And until next time, go with God.
1: Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com/watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved.
0: a happy girl Not that melon calling never comes to plague her soul She just knows whatever happens, God is in control She's a happy girl Happy Girl